More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 323 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Wednesday, everyone. We have a ton to get to today, guys. Anybody know what day it is? Anybody getting too offended by it today? Dickie V, my guy. Uh, It is a big day in the arena. I cannot wait to break down all these games with you guys. A huge MLB slate. We got some day games. NBA, uh, we're coming back at it. Got a little bit of NHL. I have an NHL thought. Uh, it dawned on me basically what happened, what we saw with the Bruins game yesterday. So uh, remember we were doing the pod. It was like a pick em type game. We saw that line shoot up uh, massive to the Capitals. I said, something's going on here. Bruins must be resting, guys. Well, it was a sweat. And I'll be honest with you guys, I hit the caps here. Uh, if you tune into Betting Across America, I kind of mentioned with all these guys out, uh, it was a massive move to the caps. They're like minus 105 to like minus 200. But if you got in on the caps, it was a sweat and a half because I actually found myself rooting for my Bruins, even though I was holding a Capitals ticket, because the Bees were playing all their JV guys, and the Caps had their big guys in there, Ovechkin uh, and Backstrom and all these these big-name guys. And the Bruins, the Baby Bees, the Wannabees, were holding their own. So I'm like, come on, Caps, win this game. And I'm also like, Bruins, you're nobodies. Come on, you're, you're playing great. I found myself rooting for them. But it gets me into an idea, a thought, as we get into kind of the last week of the NHL regular season here. So stay tuned for that. Uh, going to talk about that. But first things, guys, uh, we got to talk about yesterday. What a day in the arena, 12-6, and six, a great night. Starting off our week with a couple winning days, see if we can keep stacking them. Uh, but MLB, uh, guys, we are reading these lines on the diamond very, very well. We got San Fran with a W, uh, the Cleveland Tribe coming up huge, the Pittsburgh effing Buckos 
OMG, coming up with a win. And I tell you what, when we talked about a play like Pittsburgh, it was my gross play on betting across America yesterday, people laugh at you. And then when you win a bet on Pittsburgh, it opens people's eyes. It's like, wow, something they must know something. What's going on? It's line movement, baby. Uh, the Buccos came up huge. Oakland with a little plus money against my Red Sox. Uh, the New York Mets. How about the Mets walking it off? That was a sweat and a half. They're down 2-0 in the 8th or 9th and came back and won that one. It was massive. Uh, Toronto with the huge line move. Ended up getting it done. Uh, and then Houston late night. So great, great night on the diamond here. Uh, NHL are only play on Winnipeg. Got the dub there. And then uh, grinding in the NHL, 4-3. and three. Charlotte over. Boston over. Memphis in the points. Golden State in the points. Um, the one that annoyed me was the Lakers over because that thing, it was like 214 down to 213 or kind of around there. And then LeBron being out, it tanked. And at one point they scored like 62 points in one quarter. And I'm like, oh, we're going to get this. And then you get into the second half and it was like a 1990s NBA game where, uh, literally these guys probably was the worst shooting performance the whole time. And it's funny because I was watching the game, sweat my over and I got over 213, uh, and a half. And I think it got down to like 210 and a half. And I did not re-bet it. You know, I like to, if I if I make a bad bet like that, they'll, you know, I, I usually beat the closing line. When I don't and it goes the other way, I don't re-bet it and say I'm going to get a better number. Let me take it because um, I don't want to turn one loss into possibly two. So I just stayed with my over 213 and a half, even though I got crushed by the closing line. I said, hey, maybe I'll get lucky. And that whole second half, the TNT crew, they were like, what a great game this is. Old school basketball, great defense. And I'm sitting there saying, uh, this is not good for my over. It was brutal. These guys could not hit a shot. Uh, it was rough in that one. So, uh, any, But anyway, guys, great night, 12-6. and six. We're going to keep it going. A huge, huge day of sweats today. I want to mention, uh, of course, I'll be on Betting Across America once again today, working with my guy Mike Pritch. I'll also let you guys know that my Vegas trip, coming out to Vegas, doing a week of shows, um, it, I cannot wait. Michael Lombardi is getting a well-deserved vacation, and I'll be uh, I'll be in Vegas working uh, live in studio, in the flesh. You guys, uh, a lot of people know me as a, a Skype guy, but you'll finally get to see uh, the Boston, uh, the Bomber Kid coming your way in Vegas. I cannot wait. I'm leaving on Monday, the 17th. I'll be there for a week, so uh, I am getting ready, and I cannot wait. Uh, but a lot to get to today, guys. 15 Major League Baseball games, nine, uh, sorry, six in the NBA, five in the NHL. We're going to talk about our, our NHL system here based on teams resting players. Uh, and then also... Got to mention, I'm not going to put too much time into this, but I just wanted to mention it. The uh, NFL Week 1 lines just came out today, so we're getting these schedules coming out. And uh, there's a segment I really like on the show I watch. It's, I've been watching it forever. It's a Boston sports radio show on 98.5 The Sports Hub. It's uh, Felger and Maz. A lot of people hate it. I really like it. Um, but they go schedule day, oh, schedule day, where we pick wins and losses. So they, every year you go through every pa Patriots game and say win, loss, win, win, loss, loss. Uh, so it's just kind of funny. I'm, I'm looking at the Pat schedule here, but, um, here are the opening week one lines. I'm just going to mention them. I don't have any, uh, the systems. I have a lot of systems on week one. You guys know dogs, divisional dogs, dogs, low totals, uh, betting on, um, teams that missed the playoffs versus teams that made, uh, all that stuff. So we have so much time, but it's just, uh, just to get it out there, just to kind of start thinking about it, letting you know the perception of the odds makers here. And we'll also see, you know, put a pin in these lines now on, uh, what is it? May 12th. And we'll see what happens as we get closer to, uh, you know, into the fall and getting closer to week one here. But uh, here are the opening lines. Uh, Dallas at the defending champs, Brady and the Bucks. Brady and the Bucks minus six and a half. Uh, Philly at Atlanta. Atlanta minus three and a half. That one's crazy to me. Atlanta's favorite in that one. That seems kind of weird. Um, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Buffalo's a six and a half point favorite. 
Minnesota's minus two and a half at Cincinnati. Uh, San Fran is minus seven at Detroit. Arizona at Tennessee. Tennessee's a two and a half point favorite at home. Seattle at the Colts. Colts are minus two and a half. The Chargers at Washington. Washington's minus one. Uh, that should be a good game there. Uh, it's the shortest spread on the board. Uh, the Jets at Carolina. Carolina's a minus four and a half favorite. Jacksonville Jags at Houston. The Jags favored minus one and a half at Houston. Uh, we're going to have to see what happens with Deshaun Watson there. Uh, that'll be Trevor Lawrence's debut. Cleveland at KC. KC's only minus five and a half. That's some. That's kind of some respect for, for Cleveland there. Uh, Miami at New England. My Patriots are a minus two and a half point favorite. Denver, minus one and a half at the Giants. Chicago at the Rams. Rams are, uh, Rams are minus seven. And then Baltimore, minus five and a half at Vegas. And then the one that's off the board is Green Bay Saints because of Rodgers. We don't know what's going to happen there. So, again, uh, I just thought I'd mention it. Um, I don't really have any knee-jerk reactions here to me. It, this I like it just because when your schedule comes out for your team, you can go through all the games. But, um, really, I'm not looking at these individual lines right now. Like, let's let, let's let this thing settle. Let's let public perception take over. Uh, we'll get our system matches later in the year. Also, injuries. You know, what What if you bet, and I'm, I'm going to, you know, I don't want to offend any Bills fans. Hopefully this doesn't happen because I, I like the way the Bills are going, and I'm, I'm going to take their overwin total here. But what if Josh Allen tears his ACL in the first week of minicamp? You bet Buffalo minus 6.5 right now. That line, you know, it becomes a pick em. So that's the sort of thing where it's interesting to see what these lines are at, and it's a big Twitter day with NFL schedule day. But I think that's all it is. I'm not betting any of these games. I'm waiting. Uh, let's see how these lines develop. Let's see where the system matches come in. Uh, but I just wanted to mention that because it is, it's a big day. These lines coming out. It lets you know that, um, you know, hey, we're getting closer to football season. And uh, football is king as we know. So I uh, just wanted to mention that. But uh, now let's flip it over to uh, talking about our games for today. So before we get after it, I um, want to mention, of course, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Uh, it's where you uh, best way to stay plugged into everything that's going on, not only at Beeson, but in the world of sports betting. So you get a rundown for free to your inbox every morning, a rundown of all the shows that day. Again, 3 to 5, I'll be uh, co-hosting Betting Cross America with my guy Mike Pritchard, 3 to 5 Eastern time today. You also get my Market Insights column. Letting you know, uh, Basically, it's right now it's uh, just MLB Sharp Report every day. Uh, three games I pick out with some, some uh, sharp money. Hopefully you can read about them in the morning and beat some closing lines. That's always the goal. Uh, you also get Dave Tooley's ATS reports, recap of the previous night, how did dogs, favorites, over-unders do, uh, links to all the uh, legal sports books, odds, boosts, sign-up bonuses, take advantage of them all. They want your business, so uh, use it to your advantage. Um, and then you get links to all of our uh, our betting guides and everything behind the paywall at VEASAN.com, but it's free, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Sign up, and you'll, uh, you'll read uh, so get your day started. It's kind of like reading the morning newspaper, reading the, the betting newspaper from, from VEASAN here. Uh, and then, of course, sign up for a VEASAN membership, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You get every point spread weekly magazine. Uh, I'm already thinking about my Vegas trip because on my Vegas trip, that's Saturday the 22nd. I'm already looking ahead to a little bit of biting when I'll be in, in Vegas for some biting. I cannot wait on May 22nd. But you'll get Dave uh, Dave Tooley's breakdown. You'll get Matty Humans, the whole crew. Will Hill, Steve Mackinnon. Uh, they also get uh, Gamble and Lou, his breakdown for all the UFC bouts. So you get Points for Weekly Magazine. You get a live stream of all the shows. You can watch them anytime you want, rewind it, replay it. Uh, you will also get that afternoon best bet email, letting you know the picks from all the guests and the hosts. Uh, you can tail fade, do whatever you want, but these are real bets that people really made and have their, uh, you know, the reputation and their money behind it. No such thing as a lock, no such thing as a guarantee, but I like knowing people I respect what they're on. I like seeing if I overlap on something. 
Um, and then, of course, you'll get 20% off the store. You get all of our betting guides. You get everything behind the paywall. Uh, but there's a 10-day free trial. If you like it, you can go monthly or save money and get a year. Uh, it's vison.com slash subscribe. And then, of course, get on Twitter. Uh, Twitter is huge, and this is going to go into my NHL thought here as we get you know later into the season. But um, Twitter is huge for breaking information, real-time information. Uh, pitchers being scratched, you know, starting lineups coming out, players being in or out, creating a gambling community. It's a great resource. Again, it's not really what you put out. It's what you, it's what you take in information and information is key. We're in an information business here. So get on Twitter, follow at VEASAN live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. And you can hit me up anytime via email, Josh at VEASAN.com. And of course, if you will be in Vegas, uh, over the next week from the 17th to the 24th, let me know because I'll be sweating games uh, at the at the South Point at Circa. I'll be there, and I'd love to meet you guys. Hit me up anytime, Josh at Beeson.com. So that being said, um, I wanted to mention just something about the NHL because I think this is important. You know, we do have a few games left in the regular season, but it's really the more that I'm looking at it, you have this weird thing with Vancouver because they had COVID. They're going to have a bunch of games here down the stretch, but I guess it really only applies to kind of today and tomorrow. But here's the key, guys. In the blueprint is what happened with that Bruins game yesterday. Um, it was all about the Bruins resting guys. And this is only going to happen with playoff teams that really there's nothing to play for and their seating is locked up. They can't go up or down and they don't want to get anybody hurt. They want to get guys extra rest before the ultimate grind of, uh, the fight for Lord Stanley's cup. So what do we see with Washington? Insane movement with everyone out for the Bruins open minus one Oh five minus one ten. got steamed all the way up to minus 200. My guy, TG Thomas Gable, he, he uh, texted me. He said, I took a, 30K bet on Caps minus one minus 105 against your Bs. And I, I texted him back. I said, uh, guess what? I'm on the Caps too. I didn't get minus 105, I'll tell you that. Um, but someone knew something about the Bruins resting players. So all I'm getting at here tonight, guys, is you know, stay tuned. I do have two plays in the NHL. But there are other plays in the NHL where you got to do homework if you're betting the NHL tonight. you got to know. And it's kind of obvious if you see a huge line move, usually something's up. But you got to know and do some Twitter research on these NHL games. So search for the beat reporters, find out who's in and who's out because there are going to be these like favorites. Um, like I'll give you an, I'll just throw out Toronto, Ottawa tonight. You know, Toronto's obviously the much better team. Ottawa's dead, but Toronto opened minus 200. They're down to minus 170 against a terrible team. What does that tell you? They might be resting guys tonight. So the whole point is use Twitter to your advantage. If you're betting the NHL and if you're betting these games, you got to know who's in and who's out. And I would go with, uh, it was dicey last night, but it, it paid off. I would go with the team that is more at full strength versus the team that is resting, guys, to make that pretty simple on you. So just a word of caution, but hopefully that helps you cash a couple bets. And stay tuned because I do have two NHL games that, that caught my eye, which I think we do have an edge on. But with that being said, let's talk a little bit of baseball. And again, guys, what a great day in MLB yesterday. 7-3, a uh, little plus money with Oakland, some short favorites. Uh, so I, I'm excited to keep it going here, guys. So uh, let's dive right in. Uh, first game that caught my eye, Cubbies and the Cleveland Indians. I'm going back to the Tribe. I like the Tribe here. Number one, it's all about the line mover. This game opened, very short favorite around minus 110, Cleveland at home. Remember, Cleveland came up huge for us yesterday, 3-2 to two win with the Beebs. What I quote this one, number one, the line move. Uh, the Indians going from minus 110 to minus 130, and that coincides with these interleague line moves. When you have interleague line movement, 33 and 24, just to who the line goes to, 58%. It's important because you got to play the style of the ballpark in the uh, in the in the league here. I uh, also have some matches: uh, Steam 10 cents or more in a non-division game on a home team, 
60% this year. Steam, 15%, uh, 15 cents or more off a win, 58% this year. Uh, and I also like, so this is important. Um, you guys are doing a great job, and you always let me know when there is a lefty-righty matchup that we like. But I think what's important is I wouldn't blindly take these lefty-righty matchups. you got to have the data go behind it. So I'll give you an example. The Cubbies are 7-2 and two against lefties. They're going, up a le they're going up against a lefty today. So, you know, we saw this happen with, with, with Texas the other day against San Fran, and I mentioned this on the pod, but I got all these direct messages and emails like, uh, Texas auto-played tonight. You know, they're, what, I don't know, 12-4, and 10-4 and four against lefties. But remember, that line moved to San Fran. So this is the same thing. Yes, you guys are right. You know, clubs, clubs do very well against lefties. But what is the market telling you? The market is telling you that this line is going to Cleveland, and basically, the respected money isn't worried about that lefty trend with Chicago. Like, don't think we're the only ones that know Chicago is good against lefties. Sharps know that, and they know everything else. They know what Zach Davies ate last night for dinner. They know that, um, you know, Francisco Lindor is, uh, I don't know, he, he was up at the bar, in the bar late, late last night. Hope he wasn't, because I'm uh, actually Lindor. I guess it doesn't matter. He's on the Mets now. But you get what I'm, what I'm getting at here. Jose Ramirez is what I meant to say. Uh, so Sharps know that in every other edge. So if they're still hitting Cleveland, even though Cubs are good against lefties, then I think that overrides that Cubs versus lefties system. You want that system to line up with the line movement. That's when these lefty-ready matchups are key. So give me Cleveland. Uh, going back to the well here, uh, big move in interleague play. Uh, did see a little bit of under money. This total open nine, it's down to eight and a half. Um, so a little bit of under money, but really my play there is Cleveland. I love these interleague line moves. I think they're really, really beneficial. Uh, beneficial here if you if you follow them keep on cruising philly and washington i took washington yesterday it did not come through one of the few losses from yesterday um, but i like them today i'm taking a shot on washington once again i'm buying low on lester here what i like is this is a big public play on pittsburgh and we do know the phillies they're, they're playing pretty good right now they're 19 and 17 they're only two games up um but they've won i want to say like i don't know seven of their last 10 or they're, they're playing well recently and the nats have not played well recently they're one in i don't know six in their last seven but I like that this line open um, the Phillies minus 130 with um, with Zach Wheeler on the mound against Leicester, and yet everyone's betting the Phillies and auto betting against the Nats, and yet the line stayed at 130. So it really hasn't moved at all. This looks like a sharp line freeze to me. Um, so I think buying low on Washington has some value. This would be a divisional dog, 5% uh, ROI this year. Dogs in general, 7% ROI. Uh, you have sweet spot dog, 140 or less, 6% uh, ROI this year. So that just jumps out to me as a divisional dog uh, with a line freeze. Uh, looks like there is a little under liability there. A lot of these books are eight and a half, juiced up to the under. Um, but I think if you're looking for a dog, to me, Washington checks off a few boxes. Mainly, everyone's betting Philly, and the line really hasn't moved at all. Um, so we kind of saw that a little bit with Oakland yesterday, which came through. But uh, give me Washington at home. Uh, Kansas City. I'm going to Kansas City. I'm getting some barbecue. Uh, give me KC here. I know it is a, it's kind of a popular type game, um, but I like the line move and I like a couple edges for this one. So number one, uh, if you look at yesterday, you actually had um, Kansas City lose eight to seven against Detroit. Detroit was a dog and KC had a line move yesterday. So um, that was kind of a contrarian hit, even though some money did flow a little bit toward, uh, toward KC. But I like KC to uh, bounce back here. Uh, number one, the line move. They opened around minus 130 on the road. Some shops are even like minus 125. It's now up to minus 140, minus 145. So pretty big move toward KC here. Also be a favorite low total. The total's eight. Um, so if you're on that favorite with a low total, that's always a good correlative betting. Oh, that was good. I, I said it right the first time today. Correlative. Correlative. Say that five times fast. 
But correlative, cor see, now I jinx myself. Correlative betting. Favorite low total. Fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely it comes from the better team. We want dogs with high totals because more expected runs scored leads to more variance, more upset opportunities. So uh, that would also match with KC. And then the other thing I like is uh, this is a lefty-ready matchup that is in our favor a little bit. Uh, Danny Duffy's been been great. Actually, I'm in uh, season-long fantasy. I've been doing it uh, since, like, middle school in, in, uh, in baseball with my buddies. I picked up Danny Duffy as a free agent. Guy is just raked for me. And he's got a 1.26 ERA. He's going uh, for KC today. And why does this line up? Because Detroit is 2-7 and seven against lefties. So Detroit is 2-7 and seven against lefties. Knock on wood. They're, they're, hopefully that trend continues. Line move to KC. Give me KC there. I'm going KC. Keep on cruising. You know I'm a Red Sox fan, but I'm going to Oakland once again. I'm actually going to Boston. I'm 20 minutes away from Fenway, but I'm going with Oakland today, guys. This is a sharp line freeze play to me, and this is also a lefty matchup to our to our credit here. So Oakland came came up massive, 3-2 to two yesterday for the team. A massive, massive win. That one was huge. Anytime you can get some plus money around plus 115, that's a nice one. But I think the big prevailing thought here is the Red Sox are great. They're coming off a loss. They're at home. they got to bounce back and win today. They have to. But again, you can't be betting based on what's got to happen or what's supposed to happen. We play each game individually. Each each game is an individual spin at the roulette wheel. So I like buying low in Oakland here. Um, and what I like is that Boston is one of the most lopsided plays of the day, getting almost 7, 8 out of 10 bets. Yet they opened minus 150, and they've stayed minus 150. You actually had some books that were like openers of minus 155 down to minus 150. So even though heavy betting Boston, the line's not going to Boston. So that tells me liability on Oakland. Pro, uh, odds makers don't want to give out more plus money to Oakland here. It also matches a dog off a win. Um, only 44% this year, but a 7% ROI. Sweet spot dog, 140 or less. Uh, road dogs so far this year, 9% ROI, 45%. And you also have a, a dog with a high total. Total in this one is 9.5. And, and here's the kicker. You guys know we like Oakland against lefties. I, you know, I know you know that. They're 10-6 and six against lefties this year. And they're going up against Erod, Eduardo Rodriguez. So that's what I'm talking about. Like, that matches up with Oakland. The Cubs against lefties doesn't match up because the line's going to Cleveland. So I think that's just something to keep in mind as we look at these splits. But give me Oakland uh, with some plus money. Keep on cruising. Toronto and Atlanta. Uh, that was a crazy move toward Toronto um, yesterday where that line really, really dipped and actually came back a little bit the other way. And um, that was, I think it, was, it ended up being a scratch pitcher. So you had to rebet that one. But, again, that's the key. You have the power to rebet. If you do listed pitcher, if you do action, you have no power there. So, you know, you can always rebet a game if you like it, if there's a pitching change. But keep on cruising. Give me Atlanta today. I like Atlanta to bounce back. Public's all over Toronto. Um, you know, Toronto won yesterday. And if you're looking at um, kind of just the thought process here, look at the starting pitchers. Ryu is going for Toronto. He's got a 3.3 ERA. Max Freed, who I actually like. He's a young lefty. He's got an 8.44 ERA. He hasn't pitched well this year. Um, but I, th I think buying low on Freed in Atlanta is the play tonight. Because, number one, uh, this line opened kind of a pick -em. Minus 105 both sides. Some books are even like minus 110 toward Toronto. And it's completely flipped to now Atlanta minus 115. Atlanta minus 120. So that's a big move toward Atlanta. That would be an interleague line move that we love. Um, interleague line moves 58% this year. They also have that steam 10 cents or more non-division. Um, here's another one I got. Um, interleague faves with line move 59%. It's also a fade the trendy dog. Public's all over Toronto, yet line's moving to Atlanta. And it's also a favorite with a low total of 7.5. So I'm on Atlanta tonight. Give me Atlanta with a good sharp move to bounce back.
Uh, this one stinks, but it stinks so much I love it. Give me Milwaukee. Milwaukee was another um, one of our only three losses yesterday. Washington, Tampa, and Milwaukee. 7-3 uh, and three night, but they were one that didn't come through for us. But I like Milwaukee tonight only because this line is so high and St. Louis is quote-unquote the better team that it makes me really like buying low on this gross Milwaukee play. So if you look at it, St. Louis is 22-14, and 14, and you have Milwaukee 19-17. and 17. So we have St. Louis, the better record. They've also won four in a row. Milwaukee's lost two of their last uh, – or they've lost, what, four of their last six, something like that. So St. Louis has a better record, and Milwaukee has a worse record, and St. Louis is playing better. Yet Milwaukee opened as a minus-140 favorite. And they've been bet up all the way to minus 175. So something is going on here. You know, I think, you know, you could say, hey, how do you not take St. Louis? The hotter team on a win streak with a better record. And I'm getting plus 160. Take that all day. This one stinks. Something's behind it. It looks fishy. And when something's fishy, like uh, like those Pittsburgh buckos yesterday for us, I like to be with that fishy side. So give me Milwaukee here. They open minus 140. They're up to minus 175. It's a favorite with a low total. Uh, and this one stinks so bad that it makes me like it even more. So that one's gross, but give me Milwaukee. Something, something's going on there. Uh, keep on cruising. Here's another lefty matchup. And uh, and guess what? I guess we can do this. Sound the alarm. Woo, woo, woo. It's been a while. Southsiders versus Southpaw. Day. Uh, White Sox against lefties day. You guys, we used to love, we still love it, but I feel like we haven't had one in a while. Maybe it's been on the weekend where, um, you know, we don't, I, I'm on Lombardi and not the pod, but, uh, Maureen Chase, I know you got excited for uh, Southsiders versus, versus Southpaw Day. Uh, give me Chicago. Number one, I love this line move. This open, kind of a slight minus 125, minus 130 favorite for the White Sox. They've been bet up all the way to around minus 140. So you're getting some money coming in here on the White Sox. Uh, you'd also have kind of a, um, uh, it's not a huge public play, but a good move. And also uh, steam 15 cents or more off a win. Uh, 46 and 33, 58% this year. And also, Hap against Keuchel. Uh, this is the kicker. You guys know, what are the White Sox against lefties this year? 7 and 1. What were they last year against lefties? 14 and 0. The White Sox are 21 and 1 against lefties over the last two years. So uh, I know J.A. Happy's 2 and 0, 1.91 ERA. Keuchel's been okay, 1 and 1, 3.55. Um, but I think the thought is like, you know, Hap's pitching well, he's got a 1.91. Um, but I think that is going to benefit the White Sox. You know, if, if his ERA was higher, I think this line will be like minus 160. So give me the White Sox. Southsider against a southpaw with a line move. Um, hopefully we can make that a 22-1 uh, and one after tonight. And then uh, last play of the night for me, uh, keep an eye on Houston Astros. Astros came up bigly for the team yesterday. Nice 5-1 to one win, and I love betting against Otani. Uh, he's the kind of guy that, again, he's a great player. Um, but he gets so much public support that he becomes overvalued. So I'm going Houston again tonight. It's kind of a split ticket count, but I've seen a line move to Houston. They're open around minus 110. They've been bet up to around minus 120. So that would match um, uh, kind of a line move in a, a not a heavily bet or not a lopsided play. Um, so kind of like a 50-50 game, a line shouldn't move at all, yet it did to Houston. So I'm looking at buying low on Houston here. You also look at the Strohs versus lefties. Um, they're kind of mini Many really good against lefties. Um, not quite to like the White Sox level, but if you look at the last uh, one, two, three, four seasons, they're 96 and 54 against lefties, 64%. So that would match with Houston there. I'm um, going up against the lefty today. So I'm looking at laying it uh, with Houston. And, uh, and again, love these plays for today, but 
Uh, let's see if we can keep it going because um, I think we got a lot of good sweats on the board. But we ain't done yet. Uh, just finished MLB. Uh, when we get back, we're going to finish up strong with some NBA. Uh, it is the return of James Harden today. So uh, let's see what's going on with that, that net Spurs number here. Um, got a couple totals. I got a couple spreads. Um, and I'm going to bet against one of my favorite teams. So stay tuned for that. And then two games in the NHL uh, that I think we have value on and maybe we can uh, we can monitor uh, moving forward, making sure with our rest, who's in, who's out. Uh, but a couple I think we can take advantage of. So do not go anywhere. When we get back on a Wednesday hump day edition of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you sweat in the arena, the virtual arena every day with him. Pretty soon you're going to sweat in person in Vegas in about a week. Your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys, talking NBA and NHL when we return. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos 
in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Another day, another dollar. Great start to the week, guys. I'm just looking at my notebook here. You know me, I'm a notebook guy. Uh, seven and four on Monday, 12 and six last night. We're reading the board. We're reading the board. So uh, let's see if we can keep it going. Knock on wood. Uh, and I think it always bears, you know, bears repeating. You know, good night, bad night. Whether we were, you know, 12 and 6 last night or 6 and 12, nothing changes. And, again, we have new people listening to the pod. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to uh, just, you know, talk some betting with me, which is what I love. And I think we talk about betting in a way that I don't really hear anyone else talking. Sharp, contrarian, line moves, taking away our bias and, uh, you know, gut instinct. No, it's 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 data. It's data driven uh, betting systems. That's really our goal here. But my point is, whether you go twelve and six last night or six and twelve, nothing changes. It's flat betting always. It's never getting too high when you're up. It's never getting too low when you're down. When you're really hot, you're never as hot as you think. And when you're really low and really cold, you're never as cold as you think. You're always somewhere in the middle. But to me, it's flat betting. Flat betting is the key because that's really gonna um, that's really gonna sustain you and keep you afloat when you're struggling. And give you some good return on investment when you're winning. So again, flat betting. Uh, you're not. You're not. If you have. If you're off to a great start this week, you're not doubling down because you're you're hot and you're cocky and this thing's gonna continue to be great. You know. Again, there's ups and downs. So just stick to the model. Stick to the bl- uh, blueprint. Flat betting. Individual betting. Bet to risk, not bet to win. Every play is one unit. That is my suggestion. Uh, so with that being said, let's talk some NBA. So decent night in the NBA. Four and three. Not bad last night. A um, couple games that caught my eye. Number one. I'm going to a high total, baby. Wizards and Hawks. I'm taking the over. I like this spot to the over. Um, number one, this line opened uh, 238, um, 238 and a half, kind of around there. It's kind of stayed exactly where it's at, uh, but still around that 238 and a half marker. And what I like is I have some systems to the over here. So number one, when the total is 235 or higher, the over is 60 and 41, 59% this year. Uh, when it's a tired over 230 or more, only two days or less between games, 97 and 78, 55%. The other one is the system we love, a May over when the line stays the same or rises, 67%, 31 and 15. The kicker here with the over with the Wizards and Hawks is that uh, these teams played the other day, and the uh, the result was um, the Hawks won, but Washington covered, um, but the over went sailing over. Hopefully we get the same thing today, but uh, it was 125-124. So I'm not great at math. I believe that is uh, that is 249. So hopefully we get some more scoring here. You have seen the Wizards are, have been great to the over, even with Bradley Beal hurt. Uh, they've cashed, I think, five, six straight overs here. And you do have uh, three straight for the Hawks. So let's get some points. Uh, I'm rooting for another high-scoring game here. Give me the Wizards over in this one. Uh, Kima Cruzin, return of James Harden, uh, the Nets in the Spurs. So you did see a move toward the Nets. They open... A lot of these books were like minus three, minus four. It's now up to five. Um, I'm not huge on laying the wood with the Nets here with the guy coming back after a big layoff. But what I do like is this over as well. I'm taking a shot on the over. Uh, it opened 231 and a half. So, you know, a lot of these books right off the bat, 231 and a half before Harden was announced in, 
what does that tell you? It tells you they were expecting points even without Harden. Now it's up to 233. You may find a 232.5 out there if you can really look around, but it looks like it may even go to 233.5. But I have a lot of system matches to the over. Um, we have high total rising, uh, 54% this year. That's 230 more with a line that goes up. Uh, May over stays the same or rises, 67%. We have a non-conference over 230 or more, 59% to the over. Tired over 55%. Um, and then non-conference tired over 230 more that rises, 56%. All matching with this Nets over. And the other thing that I like is um, you, got, you have a really good, uh, good over F, Scott Foster. The notorious Scott Foster, who if you didn't know, he was the guy on his, his Razor flip phone that got... 10-second uh, calls from Donahue before every game. What do you think they were talking about? Oh, Scott, what do you want for lunch today? No, I think they were calling a bookie or something. I can't believe Foster's still refing. But anyway, I kind of like Foster just because he's so huge to the road team and so huge to the over. Um, calls a lot of fouls, a lot of whistles, a lot of free throws. So I like that Foster is refing here. And the cherry on top for me, um, we know Nets have been a good over team here. But uh, what did the Spurs do the other day? They put 146 on Milwaukee. 146, 125. So I'm going over here. Um, four last five head to head between these teams have gone over. Give me the over. Over 233 with that Spurs game. Keep on cruising. Celtics, Cavs. Uh, got the over with my Celtics. I was leaning Celtics in the points there. My Celtics stink. They are like the most mentally weak team I have ever seen. Um, I love Jason Tatum, but he, he's like Paul Pierce before KG came. Gives you all the points, but no winning. Um, and now Kemba Walker is resting tonight on the second leg of a back-to-back. And you also have um, Jalen Brown, who's been out. And it looks like probably Robert Williams is out too. So this line open, uh, Celtics minus 10, minus 9. It's all the way down to 7.5. My play here would be, if I'm betting this game, I'm taking Cavs on the points. Let's see how this thing develops. It's 7.5 now. It actually got down to 7 at one point. Um, and it ticked back up to 7.5. But this would be a... Um, a back-to-back for the Celtics who now have to travel. And did the Cavs play in that last night? I don't think they did. Let me just double-check. Uh, yeah, they played the 10th. So they have an extra day of rest. Celtics are back-to-back, now have to travel. And there's a lot of pressure on them that they're going to play in the play-in game here. Um, I'd lean a little bit to the over. Celtics have been a big over team here. It's been, it did rise, 219 up to 220.5. Uh, so I'd look over to the Celtics, and I'd look uh, grabbing Cavs, 7.5. Uh, to me, that's the play with the Celtics team that is going down the drain right now. Uh, and then last one of the night that caught my eye, um, the Blazers. Blazers at the Jazz. I like this play to the Blazers. Public's on the Jazz at home. It's a really short number. But we've seen this line move to the Blazers. Uh, we had the Jazz open minus two. I saw one shot that was minus three, two and a half. But that might have been a little high. A lot of these were minus two. And it's down. It's either stayed at two or gotten down to one and a half. And there were some two and a halfs down to two, down to one and a half. So this line is moving to Portland. Uh, the Blazers have been playing great recently. Um, that's a team that's going the other way against my Celtics, playing playing great going into the playoffs. But they've won four straight, uh, and they've been uh, they've been cashing overs and, and, and covering here a lot. So I like grabbing the points with Portland here. Um, they would match some systems. Short dog five or less off a win, fifty six percent this year. Blazers as a road dog ten and seven, fifty nine percent this year. Uh, short conference dog high total, fifty six percent. So keep an eye on the Blazers. If you start to see this thing. You know, two down to one and a half, one and a half down to one. I mean, that's what you want to see. It's a 9-30 game, but uh, Portland uh, was uh, was looking pretty good for me in that one. Keep an eye on the Blazers. And then the NHL. Remember, word of caution the NHL. We saw it with my Bruins yesterday, resting everyone, that line going huge to the Caps. 
Um, so there are a couple teams. I have two plays in the NHL, and then I have a couple games too. You got to do some research. You got to do some homework. If you want to win, if you want to get a, a W here, you're going to have to work for it in the NHL tonight. So first one that caught my eye, give me the oil. I like the Edmonton Oilers here. This is an official play for me. I like the oil. Uh, they open around minus 115. Some shops are even like minus 110. They've been bet up all the way to minus 130, minus 135. So it would match fave with the line move uh, 20 cents or more, 67% this year. Uh, rested uh, all these matchups toward uh, favor Edmonton here. And the key is Montreal is going to rest some guys. So I think that's part of the line move. And as long as we got McDavid in here um, and dry Seidel, I think we're good. Knock on wood, hopefully. It's also a Canadian team that's lost four straight. And uh, Edmonton got a win, I think, for us the other day, four to three against the Habs. But Montreal resting, guys. Uh, again, make sure we got McDavid. That's a five o'clock game. Get that bet in early. I just noticed that now, five o'clock. That's early, guys. Uh, so you don't want to look at you know six forty when you usually put your bets in for seven o'clock and notice that it's already uh, you know halfway through the second period. Hopefully it's it's three nothing Edmonton. But give me the oil. Uh, I mentioned Toronto, Ottawa. Seen a big move to Ottawa. A lot of money on Ottawa. Uh, Maple Leafs open minus two hundred. They're down to minus one seventy. But you got to do some work here. Um, you got to look at who's in, who's out, because if the Leafs are resting, let's say they rest, um, I don't know, Marner or Austin Matthews or some of these big, big guys, Tavares, if you see them resting and this line continues to fall, I'm looking at Ottawa at plus money. But as of now, it's just a move. Um, we got to do some homework, but keep an eye on Ottawa. If these Leaf guys are out, I'm looking at Ottawa in that one. Um, VGK and San Jose Sharks. That's another one I'm treading lightly with. Keep an eye on this injury report. I mean, normally this would be an autoplay for me on VGK. VGK did move minus 185 to like minus 200. Um, but I'm hearing rumors they may rest some guys. This thing may come back down. Pacioretty's out. Alec Martinez, some of these guys. They also have a lot of guys out for San Jose. So let's check the injury report. If it, if it's if it's guys out on both sides, I would still go VGK because I think their, um, you know, their depth is way better than San Jose. But that's another one to keep an eye out for. Uh, Kings, Colorado, Colorado is a massive favorite. Um, I don't really want to play that. I saw that Nathan McKinnon is out. They're like minus 320, uh, but no McKinnon. I'm not touching that one. I don't want anything to do with that one. But then my only other official play is the Minnesota wild. Give me the wild here. Big sharp move to the wild. They're on the road at St. Louis. The wild open as kind of a short minus 110, minus 115 favorite. They've been bet up to minus 140. So big move to Minnesota. This will be a fave. Uh, 20 cent or more move, 67% this year. Rest advantage, 57% this year. Um, what else we got? Favors tire team. Favor with a line move versus tire team. Tarasenko, it looks like he's out for the St. Louis Blues. They also have Minnesota, who last played on the 8th. Minnesota's been off here since the 8th. So if you've been off for, what, four days now at this point, I think they look like they're going to play everybody, and the Blues may rest some guys. Maybe that's part of it. Um, but those are the only two plays that, to me, I feel pretty confident based on who's in and who's out. Uh, Edmonton and Minnesota. So, nice little 1-0 night last night with Winnipeg. If you took the, if you took the caps because that crazy Bruins resting everyone, maybe it was a 2-0 night for you. Uh, but either way, let's see if we can keep it going. Uh, get ready for the NHL playoffs, which I cannot wait to bet on. Uh, but there you have it, everyone. Another day, another dollar. We're grinding. It's a Wednesday. Good start to the week here, guys. You can see if we can keep it going. Um, one thing I did want to say, so number one, thank you for making the pot a part of your day, listening every day. Uh, I feel like we're just, you know, a bunch of wise guys and wise girls talking games, which I'm so uh, lucky and privileged to do here at VEASAN with the pod. Uh, but if you've had a good start to your week, if you had a good start last night, if you had a good MLB night, 
going seven and three or five and one or whatever plays that you made. Or maybe you just took one NHL play and you cashed on Winnipeg. If you've had a good start to the week, the pot has helped you. Uh, you're cashing some plays. You're feeling more confident reading line moves. And you want to make me happy and let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in. There's one thing I ask of you. Or two. This is now my new thing. Keep listening to the pod. That's number one. But number two, buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend, a family member, your dad who's looking to get in on betting. He's in a legalized state. He's in Arizona or uh, or New York or one of these new states that's about to go legal. And he, he says, I want to get in on the action, but I got no freaking clue how to bet on sports. Well, guess what? My book's going to help your your dad or your cousin or your uncle or your friend or whoever. Or just help you. Um, it's got tips, strategies, how lines are set, why they move, how to read line movement, uh, how to go uh, contrarian, uh, how to how to look identify sharp action, all included, bankroll management, tips and strategies, all the major sports, it's all included there in my book. So if you want to pick up a copy for you or for a friend, it would mean a lot to me, guys, seriously. Uh, and if you're in Vegas, and if you have the copy with you, I will sign it for you. Uh, and guess what? First beer literally will be on me. So there you have it, guys. Uh, another day, another dollar. We are grinding. Reminder, 3 to 5 uh, p.m. Eastern Time, co-hosting Betting Across America. Tune in. I'll update you guys on all the line moves. Um, but, of course, uh, to wrap it up, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, or a week from now, uh, Stadium Swim, where I'll be going nuts, Bruins playoff games, taking over Stadium Swim uh, at Circa, or the good old South Point, where, where uh, I'll be doing shows with my guy Patrick Maher and Mike Pritchard uh, for about a week. I cannot wait. Um, and, the, and the South Point is where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners. Um, you know the drill, where the lowest juice possible is found. But wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me yesterday, and you're going to show me a couple nice hits. How about the San Francisco G-Men? How about Cleveland? How about Pittsburgh? you got to show me Pittsburgh. That thing was so gross, didn't want to touch with a 10-foot pole, and it came through for us. That's a sharp line move. Um, but maybe the Mets. I like the Mets a lot because everyone's on John Means there. And, uh, and the Mets were down and came back and walked off. you got to tip your cap to a walk-off. So flash me maybe a Pirates or a, or a, uh, or a Mets ticket. And, uh, and maybe we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get a drink. We'll get, well, you know, first one's on me, next one's on you. Mayor of Easttown, maybe a shot of J-Mo and a Rolling Rock. And then guess what? We're going to post up in front of the TVs and, uh, and bet on some games all night. Sharp contrarian plays. So there you have it, guys. Uh, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money. Never against it. Will smart money win every time? No. Uh, but it's going to win a majority of the time. When smart money's on the buckos, you got to make that play, even though it looks gross. Uh, it came through for us bigly last night here, guys. Uh, but shop around, have multiple outs, beat the closing line, and grind, 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 guys. Um, again, there's no there's no uh, get rich quick here. There's no locks, no guarantees. But if we consistently read line movement, take our bias out of it, and try to be with the house, with the sharps, against the public, and beat the closing number, that's how we're going to win long-term. That's the method to the madness, guys. But have an excellent Wednesday. Good luck, everyone. I'll see you at the window. And uh, and keep grinding, as always. Grinders with blinders, guys. That's us. Have an excellent Wednesday, guys. Good luck. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I wanna confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 